Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Today's episode is a must listen. I talked to Ryan and Rachel with Lakeside Med Spa. We talk a little bit about Botox, fillers, IVs, and ketamine. So if you have not heard about it, it's a great listen. They got great information. So follow along and enjoy this episode. All right, I have two of my favorite individuals. They own uh, Lakeside Med Spa here in Coeur d'Alene. Um, Ryan and Rachel, I absolutely adore these guys. Um, they know my fear of needles and have helped me through that. So <laughs> Ryan has talked me off a ledge, so that's always good. Um, so welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. So first of all, tell us a little bit of background of you guys, who you are, and how you guys got into, I guess, the med spa side of things. So I was working at the hospital. I'm a nurse. I've been uh, practicing as an RN for about 13 years. Um, a friend of mine, I did um, I did a lot of labor and delivery, some cardiac nursing, things like that. And a friend of mine actually owned the spa. Um, she was really ready to transition out. Um, she was kind of, you know, she's thinking more like retirement. So she was kind of ready to transition and brought it up and it just sort of happened um kind of I feel like the universe sort of provides to you uh when you're ready and when you know that's kind of how that happened for us and then Ryan's background yeah there wasn't a lot of effort involved in that decision it was like hey do you want to jump in to this deal and the question for myself and I think for Rachel was absolutely um I, I practiced anesthesia for almost 15 years now, and it was a good opportunity to kind of learn some new things and get out more into the community and, and start something of our own. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, so what, what is Lakeside spa, like med spa, what do you guys like provide at your facility? Yeah, go ahead. We have a variety. I know it's like who talks. Uh, we have a ton of services, really. Of course, Botox and fillers are probably what most people associate with us, um, just because of that med spa model. We do threads, um, but a lot of our focus is on wellness. We do a ton of IVs, uh, peptide therapy. Um, we've brought on ketamine, uh, which is for mental health. Um, so we we really kind of found a need for general wellness in our community, and we're uh, sort of leading that direction. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the first time I met you guys is when I needed an IV because I was not feeling well. Yes. Um, and the, how I, the next day I was like, I don't know what they just put inside <laughs> me, but this is fantastic. The secret. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, it's great. Um, Ryan, so we kind of, before we started into this, we started talking about the ketamine and stuff, um, which I always ask about mental health and those kind of things, but tell us kind of like what the, you know, kind of go down that path with the future of, you know, med spa and the ketamine side of things. Yeah. I mean, ketamine is something that I've used in anesthesia practice for, for majority of my career. Um, obviously it has a different application for mental health. So in the last, oh, probably decade or two, there's been a lot of research, um, using ketamine 
either orally, intranasally, or through what looks to be the best process, which is through IV infusion therapy. Um, and kind of what the research has shown is that, um, you know, depending on the, the issue that you're trying to treat, that can be anything from um, treatment-resistant depression, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, chronic pain, anxiety, um, obsessive-compulsive disorder, bipolar disorder, um, there can be addiction plus or minus, um, you know, concerns in that area. And these infusions over time kind of help the brain heal, um, through a complex series of events. And so we felt that, um, you know, given the need, the way that the whole kind of world and especially our community has been affected that, um, given our background with, with this particular, um, uh, intervention that it would be good to bring that on board and to really start to help people with their um, their mental health struggles to kind of put it out there um, and to give people an, an alternative that's not uh, a daily pill you know we find a lot of resistance to that it's not really what's traditional and it really is kind of more cutting edge um, compared to what the rest of the, the industry's been doing for the last you know 20 30 40 years yeah which is great because that's what I mean obviously there is medicine that helps people and it's great. And th there's a place for that, but I think some people almost feel worse on medication. And so yeah. the alternative is just amazing. The side effects are a real limiting factor for people and medications, you know, um, obviously there's a host of them. So ketamine can really in studies and we've seen in practice can really kind of do what those medicines take months to do if at all in a really short window of time. And people often feel really great afterwards. And the um, statistics are amazing. Like 70% of people have, have markedly decreased depression after infusion and anything with that high um, of numbers is pretty, pretty significant. And up to 85% of people who are endorsing like um, active suicidal ideation don't have that anymore after um, infusion. So it's pretty crucial and critical, especially with the closure of the crisis center here in North Idaho and a lot of people like needing mental health services, not being able to get in for those services. Um, I think like COVID has really kind of put our community in a crisis in a lot of ways with mental health. Um, people just aren't really feeling like themselves and there's nowhere really to go. So. Yeah. And I, lo I love that. Like, obviously you guys do the fun stuff, which, you know, makes us all yeah. look young and beautiful, the book <laughs> yeah. box, the fillers, yes. the wonderful things, but I do, I do love that you guys have been, you know, really promoting. And I think focusing on that. And like you said, COVID, I know you guys were doing another IV treatment on people that had right. COVID and that long lasting COVID. Um, so I know you guys were doing a little bit on that as well. And, um, yeah. if you, I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> NAD. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. We still offer that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, any you do you want to talk about NAD? Well, I mean, NAD's been, you know, done by a lot of providers here and throughout um, the the nation. As And what they found with COVID is that specifically it really helped kind of mitigate a lot of the long haul and active COVID symptoms. And so the community is what, you know, who ultimately told us kind of where their need was. And so we just, you know, we wanted to provide that. We continue to provide that service, and actually, the the the, the creme de la creme, the latest, is the combining the NAD therapy with these ketamine infusions wow. um, when indicated, uh, which can promote a lot of healing and reset, and, and really give people a ton of of health benefits, both mentally, physically, emotionally. So, um, lot lot being done in that realm. 
um, not just here with us, but throughout the research uh, arena. Yeah, and I think that's great. Obviously, you probably want to pair that with therapy and those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, People for sure get the most benefit if they have somebody to chat with during the process. Oh, I bet. I bet a good partnership of therapy or counseling or whatever, along with this can, you know, can go. I think I follow a couple people on social media that actually have been, have been going through this process and they're very transparent if it works and what, how they feel differently. Right. Um, I've been amazed by some of the testimonies I've heard. Cause when you guys told me about, it, I kind of d- dug into it too, because I know some people dealing with that and I, I it's, it's really amazing. It's a fun rabbit hole to go down. Definitely. There's so much information. There's a lot of science. It's pretty fun. Well, and our preference is a referral from, from the mental health providers. Not everybody is, uh, you know, up to speed necessarily. And that's fine, but we, we defer to the, the mental health side of things to those experts. What our expertise is, uh, is administration of the infusions, uh, you know, and the, and the best possible safest method to do so is, is here with us. So that's, that's why we wanted to, to jump on board. And if you're watching and listening, please go see these guys. They make me feel so comfortable because I do eight needles and I, <laughs> I feel like you guys are good one, two combo. Sometimes like Rachel's like, like talking to me. So I'm not thinking about it. Ryan's having me breathe. I was like, okay, this is a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and then bam. You're I know. Not alone. Like, oh, Fear of needles is huge. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to know you guys a little bit. Um, I like to ask some fun questions. Um, Ryan, if you could go to dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a Sylvester Stallone fan mostly because of the Rocky films. You know, I think that uh, I know that's funny, but as far as uh, you know, overcoming adversity and you know trying to climb to the top and and to grow and to change and you know that's just something that as a kid I I watched and it's something that uh, I would sit down and want to hear. Uh, it, it appears that that he's somebody who's kind of lived that persona, even though they're just movies. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of want to, you know, get into some of that and, and find out what I could learn. So that's really cool. No, I love yeah. it. I love when it's, I love when it, it, it's different. Cause a lot of people like, they try to get too deep on me and they're like, no, no, no. I like the ones that are like straightforward. Like, I and, and I know, I know I'm not the only one that's, that has had raw eggs out of a cup because they saw it on raw. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something you should admit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, people do it and they probably still do it. <laughs> I know. I don't get that at all. Oh. <laughs> all right, what about you, Rachel? Anybody, anybody you could have dinner with? You know, I know, um, I'd love to say someone super fun, but I lost a brother. So hands down, I would pick that because, you know, I mean, I think we, we all have somebody that we miss that we wouldn't mind spending an afternoon with, you know, Exactly. so I would definitely say that. So Rachel, if you could go to dinner anywhere in, let's say the Coeur d'Alene area and you can take your brother to dinner, where would it be? You know, um, can I pick Spokane? Yeah, I'll I'll allow it. I I like Wild Sage. I think it's pretty fun. I love their coconut. That's really great. I haven't been there. Yes, I think they have a great, and then there's an Italian restaurant in Spokane um, that's pretty amazing too. Uh, I think that we've come a long way since I moved here in our food scene, but um, I hope we continue to grow in that area. You know, yeah. yeah. What about you, Ryan? What like where are you? You and Rocky going to dinner? Oh, that's tough. You know, I think uh, I think uh, you know Wolf Log Steak or uh, or Tony's by the Water would be a, a good little in the summertime. Of course, that'd be my pick. Yeah, the Tony's is on in the summer is fantastic. Yeah, hard to beat. Or if you're going to dinner with Rocky, you got to have a lot of protein. So you are going. To- yeah. 
<laughs> I wonder if they have rye. Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> they can offer it to you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Ryan, biggest pet peeve? Ooh, um, I think that, uh, you know, I really can appreciate, um, you know, competent, uh, you know, uh, people who, who really, you know, drive to do the best when it comes to my arena and healthcare. My biggest pet peeve is, is, you know, neglect of, of listening to patients and their needs. And, um, because I, I try, we try to, you know, really give people the time and space to address all the things, which we can't be experts at everything. And so I'd say the pet peeve is just the lack of uh, ability to really listen uh, to, to what people need. Yeah, it's perfect. And I, I think I hear a lot of people struggling with that, especially with people with like with autoimmune issues or things like that. They're telling their healthcare providers, they're like, I, there's something's wrong. And they're like, oh, but everything looks great. Your blood tests are great. You have no issues. And they're like, but why can't I do X, Y, Z? Why do I feel right. like this? And so I think that's people have to advocate for themselves unless they find good providers that can be like, hey, this is the right person to go to, or this is right. what you need to do. Yeah. And it gets complicated. So it is, it's a lot. <laughs> What about you, Rachel? What's your biggest pet peeve? I really don't love rudeness. <laughs> I have to say like, oh man, that will get me going. Like, just be nice. I just think that um, life is too short not to be kind. And, uh, you know, when you're interacting with people, you know, just kind of considering what kind of day that they're having. And there's just really generally no need to be spicy. Yeah, I agree. Like, especially like waitresses and waiters, like when oh, yeah. people that are rude to them, like it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. I get real uncomfortable too. Yeah, it's so, yeah. And then I'm I overcompensating for that person. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're doing great. great <laughs> I know, it's so sad. I think, you know, we're lucky here in North Idaho that um, I think people are generally pretty kind, but sometimes you deal with somebody and you're like, you must not be from here or what is happening? Exactly, you know, exactly. It's, it's just, that's definitely my pet peeve. So if someone is, let's say looking for, or wanting to start their own business, whether I know that you guys were lucky enough to have like the right position, or maybe, you know, someone, or there's someone out there listening, that's kind of in your same position that has an opportunity to start, you know, own their own business or, you know, do something similar. Right. Um, you know, what kind of advice Ryan would you have for someone, you know, going out the first time on their own? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it takes a village. I think that having the right people, um, my personal experience is I'll try to do too much on my own or to, you know, to, to jump into things that I might not understand. And what I've learned through this process is, uh, putting the right people uh, around me has what has made this ultimately successful. And that's everything from, you know, people like you, Tabitha, people, you know, Rachel, of course, sitting here with me, um, our, you know, our media people, our accountants, our, you know, I mean, our trainers, our, our companies that support us for our products, our, um, you know, reps that give us new learning opportunities. And so I think building the right team is ultimately what, what creates success. Thousand percent. I take, like you said, it takes a village to do something and then, you know, and then you have your, your hype people, your cheerleaders, but then you also have your just community. And then then it's word of mouth and you're, you know, then business just happens. So it's yeah. pretty exciting. Um, especially Rachel with you, um, you know, being a female in the business and there's a lot of women that do not take the step up and take those roles and, or want to start their business because there is so much of that, you know, that doubt, what kind of advice would you give to a female wanting to get into the business world? 
Um, you know, I mean, definitely take the leap and have a plan. Yeah. I think that that's, um, you know, that we see a lot of, um, places popping up and some of them are successful, some aren't. And I think that the ones that really sort of have that solid plan and that network in place are the ones that thrive. I think uh, right now there's this mass exodus from the bedside and uh, nurses are really wanting to do something that they can um, slow down and maybe have some more connection. That's one of the things that we love here is that we get to like really connect with our patients and we're not just go, go, go. Um, and I think people just jump into it because they want to leave the bedside so quickly without really thinking about all the things that come in. Play. That's so true. I've been talking to a few nurses and um, my sister-in-law is a nurse too. And she's like, she would dream, like her dream is to work like something like you guys are doing. Yeah. Obviously she doesn't want to own it, but she was like, that's, she goes, it's so hard to get into that realm because that's what I think a lot of nurses right. and the, you know, that are wanting to jump in that. Cause it's more of a positive atmosphere than right. like super negative high stress all the time it's COVID's been rough for the hospital setting I think a lot of nurses are feeling you know um I think we went into this profession knowing that it was one of the most trusted professions and always has been ranked number one number two and then COVID's really changed that so that's a tough a tough pill when you really put your heart and soul into healthcare and providing you know, care for people. I don't know how you guys, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's just crazy. And like, like you said, I think COVID started also this like mental health crisis that we're all dealing with, whether, you know, your happy life is good. You still are dealing with it on some level. Ryan, what kind of a piece of advice would you give to someone that maybe is struggling extra hard right now with um, the mental health? Yeah, I think, um, I think open-mindedness and then willing, you know, um, you know, having experienced, I think any of us can relate with those times that you not sure you can find a way out. And, um, you know, there's always a way to find initiative or again, back to who your support people are. Um, even if, uh, you cannot form a vision, you know, for yourself, as far as how to, how to get better and, to, and it's, you know, get over those struggles then find somebody else's vision and, and, and piggyback on that for a little while until you can you know, in my experience until you can see the light and, 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 you know, get the resources you need and start to build back, uh, you know, um, the things that you're trying to, to get over. So. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? What, what kind of advice would you give to someone that's maybe struggling right now? Um, I, we all have people in our lives that are struggling. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's huge right now. I mean, um, I think reaching out is so important for whatever reason here. And especially in America, we have a huge stigma against mental health and that's kind of starting to change and people are having a different narrative. Um, I think that that's some of the good part of like TikTok or social media is people are really sharing their experiences and people aren't feeling so alone and like they are able to reach out and say something because people, you know, um, you're not a burden if you want to talk about how you're feeling and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out. I think that, you know, people are a lot more well-received than they think they're going to, to be. And I think that just having that conversation, opening that door saying, man, I really am feeling this and just helps immensely. Oh, a hundred percent. I think like the stigma is true. Like it is, it's changing a lot. I feel like therapy, like everybody has a therapist now or it's right. okay to say, but I heard something this morning that someone said to each other at cycle bar and I just kind of overheard it. And this one lady's like, well, let me ask the therapist first. 
And then she stopped. She goes, said it loud enough so everyone, she goes, well, not, I don't have a therapist. It's for my kids. Like, <laughs> she goes, I'm not crazy. And I was like, girl, like, it's okay. Like, it was just like, she had to let everyone know it wasn't her therapist that she was calling. It was like, she's like, I'm not crazy. And I'm like, oh, people are still yeah. afraid to like yeah. say that stuff. Therapy is like the best thing that we could all, the best gift we can all be giving ourselves. I mean, having that outside unbiased, um, you know, opinion and reflection of yourself is huge. I mean, we should all be doing it. It has nothing to do with being crazy. So That's right. no, I, I, I meet with mine once a month now. I mean, there, yeah. it was a lot, but like, yeah. no, I just, it's like a check-in and it's so good to process okay. all that stuff with someone else. Absolutely. Yep. With something like ketamine or, you know, or, you know, other healthcare options. And it's just, oh, and, and obviously exercise and all of that stuff. Too. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, it all goes hand in hand. Um, so I guess kind of wrap up here a little bit, let us know, how do people get a hold of you? How do they connect with you? Do you have anything coming up? Like this is the time to, you know, self well, there's, you know, I mean, everybody's got, you know, through Instagram, we have a website, self-scheduling, you know, there's consultation spots available. We don't charge for those. Um, and, you know, that could be something super basic, like a Botox consultation, you know, to an evaluation um, to determine appropriateness for these, you know, IV infusions via ketamine or, you know, other nutritional IVs. Um, we, you know, we try to put ourselves out in the community as, as much as we can. You'll see us out, um, you know, in town. We, we just you know, went to the home builders expo and, um, you know, yeah. provided goodies for them as kind of sponsors. And so we try to put ourselves out there. Uh, we're always leaning on our, um, reps and our people so that we can offer the best, you know, packages and the best products and the best deals, um, out of anybody in the area. And so, you know, we're always, we're always out there trying to do things for, for the community. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Also, we have some blogs going that are fun on, or interesting, I guess, on ketamine on our, um, on our website. So if you're interested in ketamine and you're kind of like, what does this mean? How is that process? You can go onto our website, which is MedSpa CDA and check that out. We have a client that is taking, is going to start taking us through her ketamine journey and that'll be, um, on there. So I think that that'll be really informative for people. Um, there's just, it's hard to explain, um, the journey. So it's, it'll be an interesting take and, uh, we'll start posting those once a week for a little while, a couple blogs on that. So, and they do really great TikToks and reels and things <laughs> like that. So I don't know. About Reluctantly. That. <laughs> Ryan try. loves to do them is what he yeah, said. Yeah. It's his idea. favorite thing. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so very much for taking time today. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.